The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What makes a successful entrepreneur? One who is constantly worried about the success of their business to the point where they don't have any time for themselves? Or one who keeps an eye on business but also makes time for the rest of their life? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with host Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn how to create an amazing, successful business and still have time for a life. Now, here's Shirley Dalton. Hello everyone, thanks for joining us today. I really appreciate your company and I'm so blessed to be able to bring you such great guests and great content each week. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. Our guest today is the founder of Empower UTV and Global Real Estate Retreats. She helps everyday motivated people achieve financial success in an accelerated fashion and the fact that you're listening today tells me you're motivated. So thanks again. From struggling as an actor with no money at the time, our guest today, Emily Greenaway, turned her life around and went from zero to nine real estate deals in three and a half years with only $1,000. $1,000. Now, that's impressive. These days, she coaches clients in the US, Canada and Australia in wealth creation and supports a program dedicated to promoting financial literacy across the world. Today, Emily is going to share the seven habits of highly successful investors. And whilst Emily personally specialises in real estate, these principles apply regardless of your investment vehicle. And for many of our listeners, that vehicle is your business. So welcome, Emily. Thank you so much, Shirley, for having me on the show. I'm very grateful to have been asked. Oh, it's a pleasure. Um, really enjoying it, Emily. And we're live in the studio today too, which is something that we don't normally do. So fantastic. So Emily, you weren't always a property investor. In fact, your background was one of glitter, sequins and costumes. So what made you decide to get into real estate investing? <laughs> That's a really interesting question, Shirley. I always knew that I wanted to invest in real estate. Um, I knew it was a passion, but it was such a far-fetched pipe dream for quote-unquote someone like me, um, I never thought it would be something that could come true or that I would ever achieve based on my current financial situation at the time. Um, and it literally things were so bad um, at one point that I can even remember burning my last piece of food, which was um, half a broccoli and onion and some chicken stock in an attempt to make some soup, which was a suggestion from my mum at the time um, to, to be able to create a meal for myself that night with the little stuff that I had in, in the cupboard. Um, so look, I, I spent my, anyone that knows the entertainment industry will know that it's an exceptionally cruel hand-to-mouth lifestyle and I was fortunate enough to have a 15-year successful, exciting career and um, performing in some of the world's biggest shows. And uh, it was probably about 
uh, five years after I was overseas, I decided that I wanted to tick my um, bucket list of performing a show on my home soil in my home country. So I packed my bags, uh, packed up everything and went home. Um, little did I know that the next two years of my life were going to be miserable. And uh, I hit the audition circuit, as you do, and attended audition after audition after audition, getting knockback after knockback after knockback. And I'm sure that there are a lot of people out there that can probably relate to getting right down to the, the point where it's the final two, you know, it's between you and somebody else. And for whatever reason, I spent two years of getting that far and just not getting, um, getting the prize. And so I was working five different casual jobs at the time, as you do as a um, as an in-between work actor, as they like to say. Um, and I, I remember the worst job that I'd ever done came right before um, I got that golden phone call, and it was I was dressed up as a as a chicken, probably the world's worst chicken outfit, <laughs> advertising or promoting a new real estate development area. Um, only to have a little six-year-old kid staring up at me saying, you're not a real chicken. <laughs> and I just remember my heart sank. It was probably the most soul-destroying moment right before I got that phone call um, to inform me that I had landed a contract. Woohoo! Yay. And it was a 13-month tour of Australia mm -hmm. um, that was going to get me out of my current financial state. Um, I, I, I would be able to leave the five jobs that I really had no passion for um, that I was doing just for the money to get by. Um, and I jumped into this full guns blazing and um, only to be told by the producer three weeks into the run that one of our major investors had pulled out and we were no longer going ahead with a 30-month tour and it was closing 12 months early. Ouch. So um, it was probably the worst moment for all of us because everybody had given up what they were doing prior um, to do this show and I found myself at, at probably the, one of the darkest periods of my life and I was unemployed, I had no money, no way of paying uh, my bills, I didn't know where my next rent check was coming from and for the first time in my life I, I hung my head and I had to walk down to my local unemployment office and it was just one minute I was performing to a you know standing ovation um, to to a roaring crowd, and the next minute you know I'm I'm taking myself off down to the the unemployment office, um, only really to be told that if I didn't accept um, you know the the really glamorous not job that they were offering me at the time of of absolute base minimum wage. Um, which I think at the time was roughly around about $15 an hour, something to that tune, um, that they were going to cease my payments. And um, little did they know that there was a hamster um, in the wheel underneath pedalling like mad trying to get her own business up and running. So it seemed like at that time everything I touched just turned to dust. You know, every business I attempted failed. Everywhere I turned I just hit brick walls. And and after burning my last piece of food, it was probably the darkest period of my life, Shirley. All I could do was slide down the wall of my kitchen in absolute shame. And I, I, I just knew that at that point it was my all-in moment. It was the period that I decided 
this has to change. Mm-hmm. Things have to change. And and it was only a few days later that I was walking down the aisle of one of Australia's most budget supermarkets um, when I received the phone call. And, uh, and I was walking down the aisle trying to decide what I could or couldn't afford to buy to make my meal that night, literally. I know it sounds dramatic, but it was actually quite true. Um, and I received a phone call from my parents. And I don't know if you've ever been absolutely down on your outers and and completely low vibration. Mm-hmm. You, you just, the thought of, of anybody positive around you, you just want to slap them. <laughs> yeah. So I had this phone call from two very excited parents who had attended a real estate seminar. And, um, and I picked up the phone and all I got barraged with was, oh, my God, Em, we've just been to this seminar. You would love her. She's amazing. She's so energetic. You'd get along so well with her. She's exactly like you. Next time she's in Melbourne, you've got to get there. You've got to get to this seminar. It'll change your life. You can invest in property with little or no money. And, of course, you know, that was the opposite extreme to the way I was feeling. So, you know, I put my guard up and my defences went up and, you know, the first thought that came to mind was as if you can invest in property with, with little or no money, right? Anyway, the long, the, that, the, the, to cut a long story short, I did. I actually invested, um, I borrowed um, an amount of money from my granddad and my parents and I took myself off um, to a real estate education seminar and I did. I learned how to invest in real estate with little or none of my own money. And as you mentioned briefly before, I, I did invest in my first property deal using only $1,000 and it was the only money I had because it was the payout, the measly payout from the show that had closed 13 months early and um, and I bought my first house with 1000 bucks. Um, and, and I think there, you know, a lot of our listeners can relate to that because mm. sometimes we get to that point where we just think, you know what, this is not working, it doesn't matter what I touch, it turns to yucky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, what am I doing this for? And then something does happen, doesn't it? And we see the light. So so you went and did your property and you learned uh, and the seminars. Yeah, right. I got educated and, um, and learned everything I needed to learn um, and then went on to do another nine deals in, in three and a half years. And I don't say that at all, not at all to impress people, but more so to impress upon people that it is possible for anybody to do because, you know, look, if an, if an all-acting, singing, dancing um, performer can shimmy away into the property market, then, you know, it is quite literally possible for anybody. Um, and and I know because I didn't have anything to begin with. And I think that was probably, surely the biggest gift that I was ever given because I had nothing to lose. Mm. And I think, too, for some of our listeners there, um, when we're at that point, that's the point when we actually commit the most Yes. because we have nothing else to lose. There is nothing left in the tank and, you know, you just have to go for it. And so uh, Emily's story is really inspirational in terms of, yes, you can be at rock bottom but you don't have to stay there. And, and Emily, you're so passionate these days about sharing what you've learned. So, you know, how come? Like you could have just gone and learnt all of these things and, and built this massive property portfolio and yet you want to share that. And today we're going to be talking about these principles of being a successful investor, but it's really being a successful investor in everything, isn't it? Not just real estate. Oh, absolutely. I apply these principles in business myself now, um, in all areas of my life, because really it's not so much about being 
um, using the principles to be a successful real estate investor, although, you know, that's where I've applied it, mm -hmm. it's, it's about being a success in life. Yeah. Um, and these are principles that you can apply literally in almost any area of your life to um, to have organisation, to have um, the skills that you require to move forward and to to attract that abundance into your life. Yes, okay. And so in our next section, we're going to introduce those seven habits. You've come up with those. And I'll give you a hint, listeners. The first and most important is mindset, and you know that that's always going to come up on Reclaim Your Freedom. That's why you tune in, because you've got the mindset already that says, hey, I want to learn. I I can do more with than what I'm doing now. And um, I just, I'm just going to ask you, Emily, we've just got about one minute. What, what's a key thing that you're going to share with us on mindset? Oh, well... Honestly, your wealth can only grow to the extent that you do. Mm -hmm. um, so what I found is key is is um, two things really, visualisation and also not to focus on the fruits but to instead focus on the roots that are going to essentially create those fruits and nourish them and work on them and, and um, rather than focusing on the prize, focusing on how you're going to get that prize and what you need to do in order to um, attract that into your life. Wow, okay, so did you hear that? Did you get that? Don't focus on the fruits, but focus on the seeds? On, the, on the roots. On the, the roots. And the seeds, yeah. yeah. Nourishing, nourishing that soil to grow that strong root system. Okay, well you're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. We're talking with Emily Green, Greenaway today and we'll be right back where we're going to tell you the other six Habits of Highly Successful Investors. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Hello and welcome back. We've been talking with Emily Greenway, Seven Habits of Highly Successful Investors. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. And just before the break, 
we looked at the very first and most important successful habit and that is mindset. And Emily was telling us not to focus on the fruits but rather to focus on the roots. So tell us a little bit more about that, Emily. Sure, no worries. Well, basically what I mean by that is that we need to, instead of focusing on our outer world and what is outside of our control, we need to focus on instead our inner world mm -hmm. and what goes on in the mind. Now, if you want to think of your mind like a toolbox, mm -hmm. you can go out and learn all the success strategies in the world. You can learn strategies to invest, strategies to make more money, but all the strategies in the world, if you if your toolbox is not large enough to hold all of those strategies, or worse, has a tiny, tiny leak in the toolbox, then all the strategies in the world are going to be useless to you, all right? So you, you can only grow your wealth to the extent that you grow yourself. Um, the great T. Harv Ecker put it like this. He said, your thoughts and your subconscious thoughts lead to the way you feel, lead to your feelings, which ultimately propels you to take action and that action is going to create the results that you want. But first, you have to start at the thoughts. You have to start with reprogramming your subconscious mind to believe that you are worthy of that success and abundance. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's a bit like um, the, the statistics showing out there that if someone was to go out and win the lottery, you know, if they haven't grown their toolbox, if they haven't grown their mind to be able to accept and receive that abundance, there is a very good chance that they're going to lose it again just as quickly as they made it. Do you know that reminds me of a quote I heard from Jim Rohn, who was a guru, one of the early pioneers in personal development, and I love this, and he said, if someone comes along and gives you a million dollars, best you become a millionaire. Yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's it's almost knowing um, knowing the purpose for that money before you receive it, and nourishing nourishing the roots of a tree. It's like if, if you um if you plant a plant in in um some crappy soil, excuse my French, in a little pot and, and put it out of the sunlight in a corner of your house somewhere, it may, it may have a chance of growing and it might even produce one flower. But if you were to put that plant outside, plant it in the soil in the ground, allow its root system to grow, feed it water, feed it sunlight and, and nourish that soil, you know, there is a very good chance it will grow a tree rather than one flower on a tiny little plant. Mm, mm. Okay, so mindset is really important and that's the very first one and it's important not only in property investing but in, in life and everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I can't stress it enough. If um, you are what you want to create. So again, going back to you can't grow your wealth um, if you don't grow yourself. It can only grow to the extent that you do. So it's super, super important. And visualization is another big one, Shirley, as well too. Um, if if you if you don't have the ability to be able to see it before you believe it, then you know the, the chances of being able to create it are very, very slim. It's um you know you you've got to be able to visualize and see what you want in order for the subconscious mind to believe it. Because at the end of the day, we are all um we are just all energy and vibrating matter. I mean that's proven quantum physics. Energy is simply just vibrating matter. So the good news is there, and you know good old Albert Einstein knocked it on the head that E equals MC squared. And essentially what that means is that energy is everything and everything's energy. So the good news in that message is that our thoughts are energy, which if we change our thoughts, we can actually attract in, by the law of attraction, attract in exactly what it is that we want.
Yes, yeah, and look, I wholeheartedly agree with that and I visualise every day. It's one of the most important things I do. Uh, John Asaraf calls them the inner sizes. Yes. And uh, and listeners, if you, if you don't know what visualisation is, it's really just getting a picture in your mind's eye yes. and, uh, and it helps if you go down into those alpha levels within your brain waves. But really it's just picturing something and as Emily said, it, unless you can picture it, you can't actually manifest it. Well, no, you can't. It would be like going, um, saying to your travel agent, listen, I want to go on a luxurious holiday. I want it to be great but having no idea what that looks like for you or where you want to go and then popping you on a plane to a destination unknown and hoping that you land where you want to go. You know, it's kind of backward logic. You need to see it first. You need to know where you're going. Yes, good. All right, well, that's the first principle. So what's the second one? Ah, this is this is a good favourite of mine and it's pretty much how I built my entire portfolio um, in the beginning stages anyway, and that's the power of collaboration. Any day of the week, I believe in collaboration versus competition because if you can create even... 50% of the profit by collaborating with someone than you would on your own, but you can do it in a quarter of the time with half the stress and half the risk, that would ultimately mean that you're going to accelerate your results and propel yourself forward in, in a much faster fashion than what you can do on your own. So the, the whole idea is joining forces with people to create a greater result and Finding the missing link and the piece of the puzzle that is missing in your own life and helping to solve a problem for somebody else. If you can help to solve somebody else's problem, there is a very good chance that they're going to want to work with you and collaborate with you again and again and again. And creating those win-win scenarios rather than a just win for me but a win-win scenario honestly accelerates your success faster than you can even think. Mm, I love that. I love what uh, Emily's just said then with the power of collaboration in that it's solving a problem for somebody else. And if you can see it, rather than thinking about me, you know, oh, it's all about me, 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 me. And if you think about that in business, that's what we're doing is we're out there solving problems for people. And isn't that marketing 101, you know, find what people need and give them a solution. A hundred percent. Yeah. And so you've really applied this now to working in your real estate. Yes. Um, business where you are finding people to collaborate. So do you find that difficult? How does that happen? Yeah, good question. Um, what I find is that with life, life ebbs and flows, situations go in and out of, of having lending or borrowing capacity, not having it, having access to equity or hard cash, not having it, having time, not having time. Everyone's life changes constantly. It is never one or the other, you know, it, it's always ebbing and flowing in and out. So what I found out there is that there are people who work a nine-to-five job and may have a fantastic borrowing capacity, but they just don't have the ability to save money, so they don't have access to equity. Or opposite end of the spectrum is that you might have people with equity, say they might be a tradesman that, that uh, runs their own business, they've got a hell of a lot of cash, but they don't have any borrowing, or it might be a retiree who has access to self-managed super fund or... Um, the uh, American version, I'm trying to think of the, the name off the top of my head. Um, Do you mean the super? Yeah, super, the American version of the super. We'll go come back to that later. Um, but my point there is saying that if you have access to the borrowing capacity, you can team up with these people and vice versa. Um, when I first started out, I had neither. I had no money, 
no borrowing, and I had all the time in the world to go out and find these great deals. So I had the ability to present these time poor people with a great deal that they otherwise wouldn't have been able to find on their own. So it's all about just finding finding the piece of the puzzle that's missing in somebody else's life and offer, offering up the opportunity to solve that problem for them. Um, so finding those people, that's a very, very um, good question because a lot of people come to me as clients and say, okay, Emma, I understand that there is that need to collaborate, but how do I find the person to collaborate with? Look, all it is is going out and meeting people. Go to meetup.com. Find local local groups in your area of people with like mind that are doing the same thing as you and meet them. Go out, shake their hand, ask them what they're looking for and don't go approaching a joint venture or a collaborative scenario as, as, as a what's in it for me type scenario. It's all about being of service first, adding value to somebody else's life first because the law of reciprocity will give back to you time and time again. But what you want to do is think of networking and think of collaborating as offering an opportunity to someone that they otherwise wouldn't have had. Now, listeners, if you're hearing that, that's smart. <laughs> that is clever. That is one big strategy there. And it reminds me of the old giver's gain philosophy. And what you're saying there is to go and find out what people are, are needing. As you said in your example, you were uh, money poor and asset poor, cash flow poor, but you had time. And so then you were able to offer that time and doing the research for people who had the money that they could invest, but they didn't have the time to go and source the deals. That's absolutely right. So in the beginning, I did find deals and you can even command a finder's fee. You can make money simply by showing somebody a deal that you may not necessarily have anything to do with after you've passed it on. So you can. there's so many different ways that you can create money from any opportunity without having money to begin with. Yeah. And it's about developing relationships, Shirley. That is key and that's one thing that I would stress. Don't come in to a situation to look for a, a joint venture partner or a collaboration scenario with a needy energy mm. because that's going to create the exact opposite to the intention that you're going in with. It's going to make people run a mile. You want to be able to offer up your services and add value. Yeah, and I really like that, you know, because if we come into anything really with that needy energy, it, it's it's repulsive, isn't it? it I mean, is. people just go, oh, no, thank you. It works the opposite way to the way we want. It, it, um, it does not attract what we want into our life. It, re it repels. Yes, yes, and it's counterintuitive really, isn't it, because... <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, well, the other thing as well, too, is make sure that when you're developing relationships with people, take the time. Get to know them. Find out something about them that you can then refer to later. Don't be shaking somebody's hand and looking over into the distance for the next person that you're going to meet. Yeah. Take the time to connect and be present with that person. Write down a few things that you've learned about them, and then when you touch base, you've got something to talk about. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So we've been talking about the first two out of seven success principles, mm. uh, habits of highly successful investors. We're going to come back and share the next couple of success habits with you. Stay tuned. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton and we've been talking with Emily Greenaway.
up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. listening to reclaim your freedom with shirley dalton if you have a question or a comment about the program please send an email to questions at dalton business systems.com again that's questions at dalton business systems.com now back to reclaim your freedom we're back well i don't know about you but i'm certainly learning lots and also getting those reminders that you know if you're in business and you want to be successful then emily greenaway is sharing today with us the seven habits of highly successful investors so we've looked at two we've looked at mindset and we've looked at power of collaboration what's the third one sure it would be your energy and your environment shelley mm-hmm. so we touched on energy before earlier um speaking about the law of attraction uh bob proctor said it in the secret you know albert einstein said it when he said that the equation m equals mc squared sorry e equals mc squared but you do not have to be a genius to know that energy is simply vibrating matter and that's all it is uh it is no secret even though it's in the secret it is no secret um that that is what energy is so the good news is there and we touched on it before is that if you can control your energy and uh your vibration then you can control what you attract in to your life by law of attraction which is a it's a great um and a very empowering tool to know um your environment we did not cover this before but i cannot stress enough how important your environment is and how it plays a role in your success because i don't know if you've ever surely spent time around 
certain people and you come away feeling completely drained Mm -hmm. and you feel like the energy has been sucked from you. Well, my good friend and colleague, um, and you know her too, Sandra Bravo, Mm -hmm. calls them energy vampires. And these people, we have to minimise the time that we spend around them and make sure that our environment is conducive to success. Um, Because in order to keep our energy high, like we talked about um, earlier with the vibration keeping that up nice and high, we can't do that if our environment doesn't promote that. Mm -hmm. Our environment is so much stronger than any amount of willpower that you might possess. You can have all the willpower in the world to be successful, but if you don't have a supportive environment around you, you are going to be pushing it uphill. Mm. So that is something that you can control and that you should maintain and protect at all costs. Mm. Yeah, and that reminds me of a book I read by Dan and Chip Heath called Switch, and they, they have the analogy of the rider and the elephant and the rider is that logic and willpower, and the elephant is the emotions, and, and you know, I think of an elephant in must, and you just get out of the way, yeah. and that they also talk about making the path easy, so if we want to change things, then yes, you can make a decision with your logic, but that rider, if the elephant wants to go a different way, that rider cannot control that, and so I love that you're bringing that in, so that's the third one, which is your environment and energy. What's the fourth? Um, look, what I was going to touch on too, to just really, really quickly, is make sure you celebrate, celebrate all your successes. That comes in with energy um, and the law of attraction because if you celebrate every success, then, of course, the universe is going to give you more of the same because you're showing that you appreciate what you've got and your gratitude for what you've got already. So that's um, that's super, super important. Now, we, and we have a gong too <laughs> when we celebrate and I wish I had it here that I could just go and actually ring the gong. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is super important. It's really to acknowledge, acknowledge your successes because your subconscious mind will want to do it again. Yes. Otherwise, if you don't acknowledge those successes, you don't have any landmarks along the way to, to um, show you a measure of your success. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the fourth one would be networking. We did touch on it a little earlier, but I cannot stress enough. Now, some, some of your listeners are going to think I'm quite crude, but I like to say it like this. Be a networking Whore, Shirley. <laughs> now I know that that's a little uh, a little much for a radio show, but it's so true. I cannot stress it enough. Get out there, people. Meet people. Go and meet like-minded people. Collaborate. Um, you, you want to have a supportive environment around you um, of like-minded people traveling in the same direction. And networking not only is it going to op- open up potential opportunities. Um, within whatever field you're in, but it's going to offer up potential collaboration. Um, So it's just super important to build the relationships. Don't go into networking with a needy energy like we mentioned before. Um, Go in wanting to genuinely get to know people Mm. and offer offer up your services and add value to those people's lives. So number five, number five, whoa, this is a big one. This is preparation. I can't stress it enough. The amount of clients, potential clients that come to me or clients that I'm working with that do not have this step in place. Um, Some people actually have never gone and got a lending assessment or a a serviceability borrowing capacity assessment done on themselves. And to me, it's just sort of, it's almost crazy because how can you go out not knowing what you've got to bring to the table and look for a potential investment opportunity, not knowing 
what your, what your serviceability is. Now, when I say serviceability, I don't just necessarily mean your bank borrowing capacity, um, but know your situation, know what you have access to. Have you met the joint venture, potential joint venture partners that week that you could possibly collaborate with? Have you gone and spoken to a broker that could um, open up opportunities to hard money lenders? Have you gone and spoken to the bank and seen whether yes or no, you do or don't have serviceability or lending capacity. So that's it's a really, really, really crucial one, um, I think, is just being as prepared as possible because nine times out of ten, an opportunity will land in your lap when you least expect it. Mm -hmm. And if you're not ready, then it's just going to move on to the next person that is. All right, so be, be ready to grasp an opportunity with both hands when it presents itself um, and, it, and it's never going to give you warning. No, and, and you've raised a couple of really important points there and um, certainly I think for a lot of our listeners there's a lot of information there that we may not know sure. uh, it, particularly around real estate investing and uh, certainly I've heard some new terms today I think it was a hard money lender um, so you know there's lots of stuff that we can learn around that and another really critical point there was to be prepared and I remember another one of my mentors Lisa Sasevich she got her her start if you like because somebody t didn't turn up to be a guest speaker and she was ready and yes. so you know again in business if somebody comes along with a business proposition for you you need to be ready absolutely um, and in terms of the real estate what you're saying is know what your borrowing capacity is know who you might be able to collaborate with so it's not just how much money can I borrow and how much can I pay it back but there's a whole lot of other information and things that you could be working on to be prepared a hundred percent knowing your own situation you know the great Scott Harris who I admire um, very much, said that there are some things in this life that are non-negotiables, mm -hmm. like brushing and flossing, all right? There's some things that we just can't outsource, so outsource Shirley. Um, but start to love your numbers. And from a creative background, if you had have mentioned to me years ago graphs, numbers, charts, spreadsheets, I would have wanted to literally vomit. Mm -hmm. And it still makes me feel sick. I don't love it, but I'm learning to love it. So if you know your own situation and, and where you're at and you know your numbers, it gives you actual power, mm -hmm. all right? So knowledge is power is first thing. And second thing, if you're focusing on your numbers on a regular basis, what do you think is going to happen? Mm -hmm. if you're you get what you focus on. So if you're focusing on numbers, you're going to get that, that same thing back in return. So it's, it's almost a little trick of the subconscious mind as well too is focusing on where you're at financially on a regular basis just so that you have the power to know your situation. You know whether you can move left or right. You're not going in blindfolded. Um, there is a, another thing that I will say and that is if nobody's ever, if, if people, listeners out there haven't heard of it yet, get to know the JAR system. The JAR system is something that I learned a few years back that has literally changed my life. And it gives you financial control over what income is coming in and where it's being distributed to. So do we have time to quickly run through the JAR system now, Shirley, or sure. should we do that in the next segment? Yeah. All right, so what I'll do is I'll briefly touch on it now. And the JAR system goes a little something like this, that every amount of income 
that comes in is distributed up into five different jars. You have your expenses jar, which you put 55% of your, your income into. 55%. So what, yep, so it would be actually, actually quite a good uh, exercise to write this down. So 55% goes into your expenses jar. And that's things like your living expenses, your rent, your food, um, your bills, the non-negotiables that you have to pay on a regular basis in order to live and survive. Then you've got your give jar, which I like to put 5 to 10% in, depending on what my financial circumstances are at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, this aids toward the law of reciprocity. Mm-hmm. And it's also good with the flow of money that we're not just receiving all the time, that we're actually giving back. Mm-hmm. So it makes you feel good. And if you feel good, obviously, you're going to attract in more of the same. Um, obviously, that's not the reason we do do it. But... It is a really lovely thing to be able to give and, and uh, pay it forward. 10% goes into a education jar. Mm-hmm. This is to obviously continue our education because if we're not learning, we're dying. So it's always really, really important as humans that we continue to learn and grow. Um, then 10% goes into what I call a financial freedom account. Now, this is for things like investing in shares and stocks and real estate and opportunities, businesses and investments. So if you continually are putting money into that jar, you're not going to have to worry when an opportunity arises where you're going to get the money from. This is to slowly build up that bank that you can have access to for those opportunities. Now, this one, Shirley, is going to make you smile, all right? This is going to really make you smile. 10% of your income that comes in is going to go into your fun jar. Now, there is a rule of the fun jar, and it goes a little something like this. You must, it is not negotiable, you must spend everything in your fun jar at the end of each month. If you haven't spent it by the end of the month, you have to find something to spend that money on. Now, that might be going shopping, it might be going to a movie, going on a holiday, shouting yourself a little cheeky weekend away, buying a nice bottle of wine, whatever that is for you, you must spend that money. Now, a lot of people might say, hang on a minute, Em, I don't have the money to put into these jars. Well, it does not matter if it's 50 cents, a dollar, Two cents, it doesn't matter. $100, you must put something into that jar. So that's your jar system, and the power of watching that money grow is phenomenal. Fantastic. Well, we're going to take a short break. I hope you've written that down. We'll come back in just a moment. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. 
Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Well, welcome back. Well, some of you may be numbers people, you're in business and you've been listening and some of you may not. But for those of you who are, you probably added that up and said, hang on a minute, that's only 90%. Where's the other 10? <laughs> so. That's a great question, Shirley. So in regards to the remaining 10%, that's for our long-term spendings and savings. Now, this is if you want to think of it like a nest egg, if you will, or a treasure chest. This is the money that we are not allowed to touch no matter what under any circumstances, are we allowed to touch this money until such time as we hit retirement or it is a rainy day or our, we, we come into bad circumstances, whatever the case may be, this is a long-term spending and savings. This is, this is the little treasure chest that we lock, throw away the key and it's like a vault. Okay, well, and for me, that brings me back to the first one, which was mindset, because I really have to get my head around that. <laughs> and when you were talking about the education fund at 10%, I'm thinking, oh, so little. <laughs> I, it seems little, but do you know what? The power of, um, of, of uh, compounding is huge. Once your brain, and, and people do this a different way, some people set up different bank accounts, which I've done, I've set up the different bank accounts, and I transfer the money, so every time I go into my online banking, I actually see those accumulative amounts um, increasing every time I go in, which is awesome, and the power of what that does to your subconscious mind is huge. But some people actually go one step further, and they have the jars at home. We actually have one jar at home that sits on the kitchen bench and all of the coins from the car or our pockets or whatever goes into that jar. So we can actually see that jar increasing physically and what that does is it also attracts, the, the law of uh, attraction actually goes to work in our favour um, when we're not thinking about it. So having that money jar sitting there attracts in more of the same. So watching the money grow, it, it actually tricks our subconscious mind in, into um being ready to accept abundance. Right. And if you think about that when you see people's tip jars, yes. um, when they've got big money in the tip jar, it's encouraging to put more in. That's when right. there's a, only a few coins in, if they empty it out, you look at it and you think, oh, won't bother. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Oh, great. Okay, so we've only got um, the, a couple of minutes left in this segment here. So what are our last two? So... The second last one would be education. Education, I cannot stress enough how imperative education is. Um, I know I've said it, but if we're not 
growing as as human beings, we're dying. Mm-hmm. And if if you know, given that that's the fact, we must always always maintain our education, continue to learn, continue to grow our mind and and what we put in it. So education is so imperative because why would we want to reinvent the wheel ourselves? Mm-hmm. It's so important to find the people that have got the results you want and go and do exactly what they've done. Don't reinvent the wheel. Don't try and create a new way of doing things. They've made the mistakes so that you don't have to. All right, so go and learn what they the exact steps of what they've done and implement the same steps. Education is huge to find out the, I, I guess, the fast-track way of doing things. Um, now, the, the last point that I would love to mention, and it kind of is it goes hand in hand in a way with preparation, and that's get your power team. This is very much important in the real estate world. However, I can't stress how important it is in all areas of life to have a power team. By power team, I mean solicitors, lawyers, accountants, um, real estate agents, those those people within your life that are going to understand how the mind of an investor works, not just your everyday Tom, Dick and Harry um, accountant or, you know, solicitor that you can pick up out out of the phone book. I mean people that you have interviewed, people that you have vetted and asked specific questions to find out whether they understand the strategies that you want to implement because it's no good going out there and getting educated and learning all of these fantastic creative strategies that can do things a little bit outside the box if you don't have the people that can help you put it all together, the legal teams that can put together the paperwork, the accountants that can maximise your your return on your tax return based on your investment strategies. It is so, so, so crucial to get this team right. Now, I'll just put a caveat in here, Shirley, and that is that a lot of people out there in these professions will tell you that they can do it when you really need to dig deep and find out if they really can. Now, if you present a creative strategy, whether in business or real estate, to any old um, uh, solicitor, I've had the experience numerous times that they'll, they'll just turn around and give me an outright no. Now, I don't deal with no people. I always deal with a yes man. However, the main reason that someone's going to tell you or give you a, a no answer is if they don't know themselves what's going on and they don't want to look silly and they don't want to be embarrassed. That's the only reason that really someone's going to give you a no answer is if they don't know how to do it themselves. So I, I guess... Really, when you look at a power team, think of them like your right-hand man because we all know that no successful man ever did it alone or mm-hmm. did it by themselves, and it's super, super important to make sure you have an army of people around you that are going to support you on this journey and that you're not going to feel alone because if you feel alone, you'll lose confidence, and if you lose confidence, there is a huge chance that you're not going to take the steps in the direction to creating success. Yeah, and just as you were saying that, you know, it really reminded me when you were saying that you need to basically qualify your power team. Yes. And there's a lot of things, though, that we don't know what we don't know. Correct. And so, you know, you can say to me, well, go and qualify your power team, Shirley, and I go, hmm, okay, so what should I ask them? Great question. Yeah. So um, if if anybody would like to email me, um, I'm more than more than happy or, or email Shirley and, and get in contact with me that way, um, I'm more than happy to send a, uh, a checklist yeah, of great. questions that you can ask. Um, and as well, too, there is a ton 
of information and resources that I would be happy to give your listeners free access to um, for one whole month as well too on the Empower You TV website. Okay, fantastic. So um, you know where to get these gifts. It's shirleysradiogifts.com and then you can access, because this is very generous of Emily, she is actually giving you a checklist of questions to qualify your power team. For those of us who don't know what we don't know, here's the information. Plus she's also going to give you access for a month to her TV show, Empower You TV. And um, all you need to do is to opt into shirleysradiogifts.com to access both of those. Now, one of the things that Emily's done is that she's very passionate about sharing her knowledge and what she's learned. And um, you might have just heard our little bell going there because it's almost time for us to wrap up. And so what I want to do, first of all, is I want to say thank you, Emily, for coming along and sharing. It's been totally uh, illuminating to me partly in the property, but also just reminding us of these success principles for business. And so I'll just recap that quickly. Remember, we've got mindset. You've got the power of collaboration, your environment and energy to manifest the right deals, whether they be property or business deals, networking, and remember, don't be needy, preparation and knowing your numbers. <laughs> so no more buckets, you have to know them, but instead of a bucket, have a jar. And remember there were five or six different jars there. And then education, educate yourself and you know I'm a big proponent of that. And then working with your power team and you can access the checklist of questions through shirleysradiogifts.com. Well, that's all we have time for today. I'm Shirley Dalton. You've been listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with our guest, Emily Greenway, founder of Empower UTV and Global Real Estate Retreats. I look forward to your company next week. And until then, keep working towards creating your ideal business lifestyle. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, relax just a bit and have a great week. Enjoy the upcoming weekend and we'll see you here for the next show. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.